Sabbath School Lessons from the Bible Deuteronomy Present Truth in Deuteronomy This book is the most important book of Moses. We want to discover what's inside. Jesus quoted this book more than any other book in the Bible. So it was Jesus' favorite book. I'm interested in it very much. Are you interested too? Then be with us. We want to find out why Jesus loved this book so much. There's a mystery about it, but we will discover it together. Grace be with you and peace from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. In our Bible study about the fifth book of Moses, Deuteronomy, lesson six, for what nation is there so great? Our memory text for this week from Deuteronomy 4 verse 6 and what great nation is there that has such statutes and righteous judgments as are in all this law which is set before you this day? Yeah, God's law. He's the wisest of the universe, isn't he? And he has a special people. And he gives advice, a law, statutes, judgments, and all these laws help the Israelites to grow so that other nations are astonished and cry out, oh, what, what a great nation. Why are they so great? Oh, it's because of their God. So the Lord wanted them to be an example to all the other nations about their well-being, well-existence. This Exclamation, for what nation is there so great, is an explanation which makes sense. Out of the middle of nowhere, they had come and had become such a great nation. Slaves in Egypt, and then they conquer Palestine, through God's help, of course. And there... They establish a kingdom honored far abroad. The King Solomon, the Queen of the South, came from far away and was astonished. Do not add or take away. In Deuteronomy 4, 
verses 1 and 2, we read the following. Now therefore listen, O Israel, unto the statutes and unto the judgments which I teach you, for to do them, that you may live and go in and possess the land which the Lord God of your fathers gives you. And now this is important. You shall not add unto the word which I command you. Neither shall you diminish out from it, that you may keep the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you. So in church history, we see that in Israel there were the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the Pharisees, they were used to add to the word of God. And the adding became more important than the original word although it differed from time to time from the original word. But the adding, this was the main important thing for them. And Jesus was criticized because he did not take care of these additional laws. And on the other side, to Sadducees, <laughs> they diminished, they took away. They were the ones who acted like this, for example, angels. Have you ever seen angels? You haven't, no, because they don't exist. So this was their logic. And this is, of course, a, a stupid logic. It's no logic at all. Because when God tells you it is like this, then it is like this. It is the reality, although you can't see it, but it does exist. So you have to believe in God's word, otherwise you go astray. And in church history, we see later on the, the Roman Catholic Church is in the tradition of the Pharisees, adding to the text and changing it from Sabbath to Sunday. And the Sadducees, their tradition is in the Protestant Church after the Reformation, centuries later, they took away from the word of God and they wanted to find the word of God in the Bible. And in the end, there was only the cover left. Pa'al Bia. When the Israelites were just about to enter the promised land, to when the Eastern Jordan Valley, so the kingdom of Jordan today, and there, they waited to conquer Palestine. And the Midianite king, he played a trick on them. He ordered a prophet of God, a so-called prophet of God, but who had gone astray. And this Bileam, he advised the king of the Midianite, you have only one chance to conquer Israel. You must separate them from their God, because their God is so mighty, and with their God you can't do anything. But without their God, then you will be the winner. So, but how can you separate them from their God? Yet they must act against their God. But how could that be? And this false prophet 
he gave the following advice. You Midianites, make your religious feast, a heathen feast, with all the temple prostitutes. Because the devil had arranged the following. When you will be there with the prostitutes, then your field will be much more laden with fruit. It will be, you will be rich with fruits. So, therefore they went to these prostitutes. And now, do it and invite the Israelites' man to go there. And it worked. And they came. And they worshipped the heathen gods. For example, Baal Beor. And so they were separated from God. And where is he pray for their enemies? This is how the devil works. Deception. Deception. Separating you from your God. So don't be stupid. Be wise. And cleave to your God. That you are under his protection. Cleave to the Lord your God. In Deuteronomy 4 verse 4 we read, But you that did cleave unto the Lord your God are alive every one of you this day. And the other ones who went to the Midianite women, they were killed by a plague. God's wrath had met them. They had separated themselves from God and then they were dead. So in this is the following conclusion. The more you are connected with God, the better you are protected by God. And the more you lose your connection, the more it will be dangerous for you. That's for sure. So the devil always tries to separate you. The disconnection is cut. That's his aim. And then you are lost. As long as your boat is tied in the harbor, to its anchor or is tied to a fixed point, yeah, then it's fixed. But once it's loose, it's anywhere. So do not let the devil separate you from your God. Now can he separate you <laughs> when you leave? The laws, when you do not obey the laws, when you go astray and go your own way, then you are without protection. But you're only able to obey the law when you love God, when you trust Him. These are the two main points, loving and trusting Him. Then you are able to obey Him. Without loving and trusting Him, you won't, you won't be able to do so.
So concentrate yourself on studying his word, listening to his word and acting according to his word. Then you're protected. For what nation is there so great? We read in Deuteronomy 4, in verse 5, Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do so in the land whither you go to possess it. Keep therefore, and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding in the sight of the nations, which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. For what nation is there so great, who has God so nigh unto them, as the Lord our God is in all things that we call upon him for. So the nations will be interested because of the welfare of the Israelites. They will think about it. Why? Why are they so wise? Why are they so understanding people? Why have they become such a great nation, although they have been slaves in Egypt? How can that be? How could that happen? Why do they have so wonderful laws, rights and statutes and judgments? judgments? Interesting. How can that be? So it, it could be seen. The blessing could be seen. So that others wondered and were astonished. So great, so wise. But the answer is simple. <laughs> they were connected to God, and He is the wisest of the universe. And if they listen to Him, then they grow and grow and grow and grow. So the point is in listening and acting according to what they have been taught by the Lord their God, the wisest of the universe. It's for their good always for their good when they obey and listen to his words. Your wisdom and your understanding. Once you open yourself to the Spirit of God, you get wisdom from God and understanding from God. And you will discover and find out things about the future, about the things going on in our world, that other people will be astonished. How do you know? Why do you know? How can you know this? How can you know the future? How? Why so? Because of God's word. It tells us in prophecy and prophecy, the word of God, is something which in advance tells what will happen in future. And when we look back, we see, ah, this was prophesied, and then it happened like this. And in this we see 
something where we can rely on. And we discover, hmm, in the past it worked like it worked like this, so in future it will work like this. So we have something, a kind of road map for the future. A road map which shows where this world is heading to. And this wisdom and this understanding will lead to astonishment around the nations around us. They wonder, how can they know? Why, why do they have so much wisdom and understanding? How can that be? It's the connection to your Father in Heaven, to your Creator. He knows what will come. And He informs His people. His prophets, for example, Ellen G. White, who died in 1915, she got so many, so many special information about the future, hundreds of years ago, and therefore, it's so full of advantage when you trust and listen to this God. Summary. So the idea for what nation is there so great? How was the beginning? Abraham, it was night, was in his tent, and he prayed, and God appeared in a vision. Abraham, I am your big reward. <laughs> what do you want to give me? I have no son of my own. A servant will be my heir. And God tells him, Get up, come out, look up to the sky. Can you count the stars? It's a bit difficult, isn't it? And God tells him, Look at the stars. Your descendants will be as many as the stars in heaven. And Abraham hadn't a single child at that time and had grown old. And his wife had grown old too. And then he got this information. Your descendants will be like the stars in the sky, in heaven. And the astonishing moment, Abraham believed in God's word. And that is what we learn from Abraham. Although you cannot imagine, although you can't see anything at the moment, you only hear the promise, and you trust the promise, and you live according to the promise, and you obey the recommendations and so on and on. And then it works. Then you are blessed. You have the wisest as advisor. You have the best physician as your physician. He's your creator, your inventor. And he knows what's best for you. So when you read the Bible, you're informed 
what will work best for your life. If you trust him and love him and obey him, then it will work and you will be blessed. You, you will be surprised how blessed you are. God will show you what's important for you, where you have to go, that you will be blessed. If you follow, you will be blessed.